Luiz. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Gary here, Hoops and Cards is back. Oh, it's about time. It's been, I don't know how many weeks, I don't know how many months. It just feels like the NBA offseason led to a whole list of other things going on, and I have missed you. I am ready to talk about basketball cards, investing, collecting. The National is this week for a lot of you, at least in the United States, the National, making your way to Chicago, city of the big shoulders, Windy City, home of Lou Malnati's and Portillo's. If you're in Chicago, you got to hit up Portillo's for their Italian beef sandwich. They did not pay me to say this. I paid them to feed me. They're so good. Love eating there. I love that uh, a lot of my my wife's family are from Chicago, so they introduced me to Portillo's, and wow, oh man, just talking about it makes my mouth water. I'm hungry, but I am I'm excited, guys. There is no burnout here. I've listened to a bunch of other uh, sports card podcasts over these last few weeks, and NBA podcasts too, dealing with a lot of the off-season stuff, and I wanted to finally get back in the saddle, finally sing Return of the Mac. I am back. We are back. Hoops and cards. It was never our intention to take such a long break. I will say I got into a little bit of a rut whenever there was travel or a lot going on with work or a lot going on with family. It was hard to keep up with the old get in the studio, put on the camera, put on the YouTube channel. That just... I, I don't know. It, it didn't fit the rhythm of the life that I have outside of this. A lot of us are, um, you know, weekend sports card warriors. You're a collector, investor. You set up tables at a, at a show. Maybe you're thinking of starting a shop. I don't know. You're doing this on the side. It's a lot of fun. It's a hobby. But yeah, it, it often gets thrown off by other things in my life. So I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, except thank you for those of you that are listening now. <laughs> Thanks for your patience with me, with us during this NBA offseason. And uh, also for a bunch of you that reached out. Hey, are you okay, Gary? Uh, are you done? Podcast done? What's, you know, what's going on? How are things? It means a lot. Uh, it really does that uh, some of you have checked in. And, and if you did that, I mean... I'm not, I'm not messing with you when I'm saying some, some crazy things have happened. We had uh, three of us in our family got COVID again in early June. Uh, my dad has been in the hospital. Um, there's just been a, a bunch of random things that, that have happened. And um, yeah, for what it's worth, uh, we've never thought, I've never thought about uh, quitting or ending the podcast. I'm calling this like the first episode this is the first day of the rest of my life. This is the first episode back season four, NBA season four of Hoops and Cards. And you guys, there's a lot to talk about as I await my latest PSA group submission coming back. It's in the mail now. I got that thing from FedEx saying, hey, your FedEx package is scheduled to arrive tomorrow between 11 and three. And so I'm pumped couple of uh, Tyrese Maxey's Silver Prisms, a Shohei Otani Tops rookie, and the prize of them that got, I think, the, the best grade or the best 
value overall was my Victor Wembenyama Sports Illustrated for kids that got a PSA 7. It's one of those that I sent in earlier in the year. And if you know these Sports Illustrated for kids cards, they are often not well-centered. They're perforated. You tear off of the other cards from that nine-card sheet that comes in every, almost said every episode, every edition of SI for Kids, which, by the way, I did subscribe. I did, I did actually place um, an order for three subscriptions, so SI for Kids should be showing up every couple of months for me. But, um, but yeah, the Wembenyama, just all the talk about him and that second summer league game where he was dominant, that first summer league game where he wasn't and people were concerned. I am very interested to see, you know, what, what his card market is going to be like, what the, uh, what the hype, what is, what his, uh, impact will be on the Spurs in year one. They have a lot of good pieces parts. They've always been a team of, I shouldn't say always, this version of the Spurs has felt like a team of pieces parts without a true superstar, without a real foundation or direction. And so when they won the lottery and zeroed in on Victor and set uh, Popovich up with that extension, all these things are falling into place for also guys like Devin Vassell, Trey Jones, Malachi Branham, and Keldon Johnson. But uh, as excited as people are about Victor, guys, I uh, if you listen to any of those episodes we did in May, I kind of felt like a broken record of hey, don't buy during the offseason, or hey, there's going to be a major dip in the basketball card market, and uh, you know it's, it's going to last longer than you think. It's going to last beyond June and July. Uh, shout out to Brett from Splash Hit Sports Cards and a few others of you that have said, yeah, it's not just the summer. Uh, there, there's not so much of a ramp up into the NBA season unless there's a big trade or a big new arrival, a new signing. So I'm curious what the Wembenyama market's going to do with his NBA debut. I, I think there's going to be another good jump. But, uh, you know, unless unless you're Damian Lillard, a, a big-name player going to a new team, or unless you're a player that, that just dominates in the preseason that shows something that we didn't expect, I am not looking to buy based on playing time or news or just the basketball card market unless I get to set the price. Friends, what I what I always want to do for you here, you know, coming back and doing the podcast again after such a break, I, I want to remember why I'm here. Why are you here? Well, I love cards. I love the NBA. I'm a collector at heart. I'm an investor because I want to be responsible with the money that uh, I've got and uh, that my wife allows me to spend on this stuff. Like, I want to be responsible with it. And I don't know about you, but after you've been doing this a while, it's healthy to look at your cards, look at your collection and say, you know what? I've got enough. I've got enough LeBron James cards. I've got enough because you can't keep up every year. Hundreds of cards of each player are released, not just brands and releases like Prism. You've got numbered cards and variations and parallels and and I think they're just bleeding us dry <laughs> with the variety of cards that you can get and uh, I just urge you to say no like set set a limit for what you want in this hobby what you want to collect 
because a lot of us just get excited about the new thing and love following our players. And I think the card companies are preying on that. They take advantage of those of us that want to be fans, especially those that have collected for a long time. When it used to be like, hey, if you got three cards, baseball was Topps, Fleer, and Donruss. And well, then they introduced Upper Deck or whatever. In basketball, it was often just Fleer or the old Topps. And then Hoops or Skybox or whatever. And then just brand after brand started making version after version. And, and all of a sudden, you, you, just, <laughs> you just can't keep up with everything. And it's fun to try. Like, it's fun to say, I got the rainbow or I got all of those inserts. Right? And I'd encourage you to do what you want to do. But it's, it is impossible and frustrating to try to keep up collecting all the cards of a player or all the cards of a team or a set. So one of the things you might do if you're at the National this week is see what's out there, right? Use it as a time to research what's out there, what's it going for, because you're going to see more basketball cards in one location than maybe ever in history. You're going to see more football cards, more hockey, more soccer, yeah, and more baseball. I'm not going to the National. A little bit disappointed about it because I put that on the calendar a year ago. I'm like, that's in Chicago. If I know one thing about my year this year, I'm going to that. Well, life changes. I got three teenagers. My dad's in the hospital. Our family budget is focusing in on some other things. And I'm like, eh, eh. All right, I'm not going. I am not going. You wind up thinking that it's going to be sports card Disneyland or sports card heaven going to that thing. And it might be. Like, I do plan on going in Cleveland next year. I can't believe they're having it in Cleveland again. Got to represent the 216. I am, uh, you know, you guys that have listened for a while. We are less than one hour away from Cleveland as I uh, bring this to you. But the National is a time to be excited and to meet friends. I wish I could go to meet Paul and Chad and Tim and Cage and so many of you uh, that are going to be there. I would love, love, love to meet in person a lot of our listeners that are going to the National and that maybe you make this part of your annual pilgrimage or your annual investing. Like a lot of you have spent the last six weeks buying stuff to sell at the National. Quarterbacks, Otani, you know, what What have you come to sell, Luke and Kurt? What are you guys selling right now? And then some others are going to buy. They're going to wait till the end of the show, the end of the weekend when people are desperate to make a deal or to sell and make their numbers. You know, this, this is going to be a harder time financially than it was three years ago at the National. For a lot of dealers, a lot of investors, the card market is more of a roller coaster. We are in a place, friends, where a lot of the people that came along and brought their money or brought their content creation or launched businesses, a lot of them have packed up and said, you know what, I don't think I can make it here. Or this didn't turn out the way we thought it would. We're closing. and uh, Or we're being bought out by fanatics <laughs> like everybody else. I don't know. I should say a little bit about what I'm doing this summer, buying or selling-wise. I'm in the I'm in the selling mood and I don't have a lot to sell. I bought basketball cards in the spring that I want to keep. I don't want to sell at the prices that I'm seeing right now. 
But in the spring and in January and February, I did buy some Shohei Otani baseball cards that I'm like, cha-ching, I'm selling one or two, but I'm also keeping a few and saying, man, that dude that can pitch in the All-Star game and hit possibly for the uh, the Triple Crown, like that, that is an incredible, legendary opportunity with Shohei Otani. So I'm, I'm hesitant to sell a lot of that stuff. But with quarterbacks, <laughs> with football, I did buy some Jalen Hurts, some Justin Herbert. I bought that Patrick Mahomes. And I'm like, all right, I bought those not to hold and, and keep forever in some vault. I bought those to resell and capitalize on the beginning of the pro football season coming up with the Hall of Fame game just 10 minutes from my house. The Browns actually in it this year. Like I'm I'm excited for the NFL season to start. And, uh, you know, I know it's a basketball card podcast. I know I'm primarily an NBA fan, but it seems like every year, man, the excitement around quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, there's a lot of players like that that you can get in on deep in the off season for football, like February, March, and then resell or have graded and resell in September, October, and then use that money. Here's my goal. So use some of that money at least to buy players in the NBA before the season gets going or even in the first month or two of the NBA season. And so Friends, I'm not just back for today's episode. I'm back. I want to give you five episodes, five quick hitters over the next five days. Maybe something to listen to as you're driving to the National or back from the National or players that you might want to buy low at the National. Uh, These are five guys, five buys that uh, are just off-season ops, off-season targets for me. For you, for fans of the NBA, five players that I think, huh, that guy has tremendous upside, whether things have changed around him or he just continues to take the next step, the next jump, possibly to the All-Star game, possibly to the next round of the playoffs. These are going to be five players that uh, not just me personally, like I've made a priority to buy as an NBA fan or investor, but I'll give you some target cards, not target the, the store. Like I'll give you some, some goals, some grails, some cards to look at at different levels of the budget for each one of these players. And um, yeah, so those will be my next five episodes. And maybe if you are at the National, you could say, yes, I, I agree, or I'm chasing that guy, or you already nailed someone on my list. Like I have targeted... These will be names you'll recognize. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna roll out, you know, three episodes of Trey Murphy the Third. I'm gonna give you some guys that are on the verge of all stardom, superstardom, NBA finalsdom, which is not a word dumb. I just. I get a little carried away. What can I say? What can I say? Just a podcast from Akron, and uh, we're back. We are so back, baby. That's the ABCs of me. <laughs> um, I have missed you. I'd love to hear from you. Listeners, uh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen if all of you are going to just jump back in and listen this week because it's on your feed. If you're not subscribed, please, please, please subscribe to Hoops and Cards. We'd love to hear from you at our Instagram as well, at Hoops and Cards, or you can email me, Gary at HoopsandCards.com. So we're back. That's the news. And uh, I teased out the next series, five episodes 
in five days looking at five players, five dudes going into the NBA season that I think will be great buying opportunities for fans and collectors of those players, but also for those of us looking for guys to invest, some of them are going to be like, well, duh, like there, there'll be an obvious dub with the name and others you'll be like, all right, write them down, line them up. I'm also not going to give you like Gary's regular hit list. If you have, you know, if if you're thinking he's going to rattle off five names and it's like Anthony Simons, Pascal Siakam, Desmond Bain, like some of my favorite unheralded dudes, Julius Randle. Nope, nope. None of those guys are on the list. I'm only talking legit superstar, all-star playoff types. So that's what you're getting. And uh, so tune in tomorrow for the next episode. Yeah, yeah, we're back, baby. Let's go. Let's go. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Take care now. Bye-bye then.